You're listening to the Sped Prep Academy podcast. Your host, Jennifer Hofferber, is an award-winning veteran special educator who shares her experience, knowledge, and passion to help other special educators survive and thrive in this profession. Join her and other guests as they share tips and tricks of the trade for the ever-crazy, completely overwhelming, laugh-so-you-don't-cry profession of being a special education teacher. Hey there, welcome back to the SPED Prep Academy podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer, and if you are a special educator, then this is the place to be. I'm going to be right by your side, helping you learn everything you can about building and operating a successful special education department. On today's show, I'm going to be sharing the five skills that all special educators should have in order to be successful in this field. Now, if you are in the process of transitioning to a new school, moving to a different district or state, or are looking for a position as a first-year special education teacher, you most likely won't have a bit of trouble landing a job. In fact, I'm going to go as far as saying they need you more than you need them. School districts are desperate right now to fill teaching positions across the nation, but special education positions are in even more of a demand. Research suggests that special education teachers are more than twice as likely as other teachers to change schools and or to leave the profession altogether, which makes openings in our field quite abundant. And because these positions are so plentiful, they are being filled with, honestly, anyone who is willing to give special education a chance. School districts are willing to pay to send teachers back to school to help them obtain their credentials for teaching special education just so that they have that position filled. And my thoughts on this practice have been mixed. On one hand, it's hard as a special education teacher who obtained all the degrees needed ahead of time and who has given almost three decades to the job to see so many spots being taken by non-credentialed and often non-certified individuals who have little knowledge of what they are embarking on. And then on the other hand, I am applauding their bravery and their gusto because everything you need to learn about being a special education teacher is just that. It's learnable. Because we have access to the internet, we have support right at our fingertips in the form of podcasts like this one, lesson plans, behavior tips and tricks, and support groups with other special educators who have been in the trenches for a while. The only real thing that you need to have to begin this job is the heart, the desire to want to work with these special individuals. The heart is what makes a good special education teacher. While all children need plenty of love and attention from teachers, children with special needs are most benefited by people whose personality traits enhance the learning process. Both passion and concern for children with special needs are necessary to be a good special education teacher. So by recording this episode, I hope that I'm able to reach those individuals who are ready to go the extra mile that it takes to be a good special educator. And I feel there are some essential skills that special education teachers need to either have or to learn quickly so that they can set themselves up for success right away and have a long, fulfilling career in this field. The first skill is self-reflection. Socrates once said, the unexamined life is not worth living. Although this may be true, we are living in a fast-paced world. With cell phones, social media, Netflix, Hulu, there's always a distraction and very, very little quiet time available to be able to think about the thoughts you are having. But this is a very important skill to have when working within this field. Self-reflection is about becoming aware of your thoughts, your actions, and your feelings and how this can impact the overall quality of your life. It's the process of looking deeper into your thoughts, emotions, motivations, and finding out the why behind each one. 
Self-reflection allows us to understand and make sense of the challenges and triumphs we go through each day by helping us let go of the confusion and the frustration. Self-reflection enables us to consider and process what we've experienced, which also allows us to think deeply and seriously about the meaning of our situations. And being a self-reflective teacher provides opportunities to understand the needs of students and make adjustments in your teaching. In addition, your reflections on interactions with others, resulting in the development of building relationships, are necessary to be more effective in this position. So speaking of development of relationships, that is skill number two. Your development of relationships is indispensable in order to accomplish tasks and achieve desired outcomes. There are a number of people with whom you need to build relationships. Most of these collaborative relationships intersect and intertwine with each other. The most important relationships, of course, is the one that you develop with the student and their family. Making a strong connection early will aid in the parent's support of you, and having them in your corner will make your career so much easier. The next set of relationships to build are with administration. This could include the principal, assistant principal, special education director, or superintendent, anyone who is considered your direct supervisor. In order to build these relationships, my suggestion is to do your job. Don't cause waves, don't be needy or demanding, and be where you're supposed to be and doing what you're supposed to be doing at all times, and your admin will be happy. You're also going to want to build relationships with general education teachers. This one isn't always easy, but it is possible. My advice is to be of assistance. Let them see you as an area of support instead of as someone who is telling them what they need to do. You should work collaboratively together to reach common goals rather than give them directives about what they are and aren't doing correctly. By asking, how can I help you blank, lets them know that you're wanting to work as a team. Other individuals that you will need to develop relationships with include the school secretaries, district personnel such as IEP coordinators, psychologists, OT, PT, and speech therapists, etc. Bottom line, just be a good person. Even when someone is making the opposite decision and are being testy and rude and snarky, don't let yourself follow suit. The third skill special education teachers should have is good communication skills. By implementing the principles of effective communication, you are enhancing your leadership role and providing a model for all team members who play a part in IEPs. In addition to -to face-to-face, phone conversations, and electronic contacts like texting and email, effective special educators communicate in writing through means such as parent information letters, IEP summaries, and progress reports. These effective communication principles are important to to be contained in all methods of contact, and these principles embrace mutual respect and trust, acceptance, listening, the use of plain language, questioning strategies, and encouragement. Now, nowhere in the principles is there a mention of negativity. I've seen teachers who have replied to parents or administrators with rudeness, and it's gotten them nowhere. A negative attitude will negatively affect the relationship, whether that's with a principal, a general education teacher, a colleague, a parent, or a student. Remember, not all communication will be easy. You may disagree with someone or be talked down to by a parent or another teacher, but it will benefit you and the situation the most if you keep a positive communication style, even when you're having to do so with a clenched jaw. The fourth is having organizational skills. Life as a special education teacher will be challenging at times. 
There is so much that goes into this role that other teachers don't always see. IEPs include a great deal of paperwork and follow a variety of timelines that have to be met. There are caseloads of students at various grade levels, skills and abilities, and meetings that need to be scheduled, planned for, and managed. Paraprofessionals and one-to-one aides need to be supervised and directed. And the best way to stay on top of it all is to create systems. One system is for the beginning of the school year. You begin your job before the school year even starts. You devote time to coordinating with general educators and specialists that serve your students, learning about students on your caseload, developing a schedule, planning instruction, developing an ongoing communication system for you and your paraprofessionals, setting up the classroom, organizing the materials, and parent communication. At the end of the school year, as the school year is coming to a close, the need for your organizational skills seem to be accelerating. Tasks such as transition meetings, progress reports, IEPs, classroom placements for next year, summer packets for student resources, and student recognitions for achievements are taking place. And I promise you, if you put systems into place for all of these things, you're going to be grateful that you developed and implemented them. And then the last system that you're going to want to put into place is your IEP system. When you approach an IEP as a year-long process versus a one-time event, your ability to support students' progress towards goals is enhanced. Instead of preparing for IEP meetings close to the deadline date, engage in ongoing opportunities for being a liaison and an advocate for your students throughout the year through classroom observations, informal contacts with parents, teachers, specialists, and administrators, attending parent-teacher conferences, and updating IEP summaries on a regular basis. And then the last skill I believe all special educators should have is leadership skills. Your role of a special education teacher involves leadership skills in a number of areas. One is in the organizing, managing, and facilitating of IEP meetings. Leadership and confidence go hand in hand when you are at the helm of a meeting with parents, colleagues, and administrators. You'll be a resource to general education teachers by providing professional development training in the areas of instructional strategies that will not only help the students you have on your caseload, but are good practice for most children all around. You will be a team member on school-wide meetings such as student success teams or response intervention teams. Therefore, leadership characteristics such as self-confidence, facilitative skills, ethical actions, integrity, and follow-through are crucial to have for all of those aspects of leadership. But for me, the number one leadership skill that you will need to have is to be the leader your own staff needs, your paraprofessionals. A good leader in this area needs to be able to clearly communicate with others, explain the roles and responsibilities of each team member, and empower your staff with the authority that they need to be seen as an equal in the eyes of the children. But a good leader also listens. They appreciate individual differences and weaknesses and is a true team player. Getting this leadership thing right will go a long, long, long way in helping you have a long, happy, and successful career as a special educator. So there you have it, the five skills I feel every special educator should have. Chances are, even if you do have the degree and the certification, you probably struggle in one or more of these areas, and that's okay. As long as you have a growth mindset and realize that you have some learning to do yourself, you are going to make an excellent special educator. 
Now, I just finished up a resource that goes hand in hand with becoming a great special educator. And it's been in the making for several years, but I finally finished it up and I would love for you to check it out. It's called the Special Education Teacher Starter Kit, and it includes 491 pages of everything a special educator needs to get started and be successful in this field. There are 14 of the most popular products from the Sped Prep Academy store, and all of these were created because I have lived this life. I know what special education teachers need and how hard this job can be when you don't even know where or how to start. There are things included like the paraprofessional handbook, there's data sheets, grading rubrics, a task box work system, how to write an IEP, different digital notebooks, meeting room posters, visuals, so much is packed into this resource. And I am super proud of of the products in the store and, and every single one of these products is something that I use daily in my classroom. So if this is something that you feel would be beneficial to you, or even if you don't feel that you need it for yourself, it would make a perfect welcome gift for a new special education teacher in your building or district, or even for a personal friend. And I'll leave the link to that product in the show notes. So thank you for sticking with me until the end. I can tell that just by listening to this show that you are just as dedicated to the field of special education as I am, and I want you to grow into an amazing educator, and I'm here for it. I'm here for you, and I am so thrilled to be able to share all of my wisdom of being a veteran SPED teacher on the SPED Prep Academy podcast. If you're not subscribed to the newsletter, I encourage you to go to www.spedprepacademy.com slash quiz and take the short little quiz that will help you unlock the superpowers you never knew you possessed and discover the kryptonite that's been holding you back from becoming an amazing leader for your staff. It will only take a minute or two of your time and will give you clarity on how to better manage your department. And by completing the quiz, you'll also be added to the email list so that you can receive the weekly newsletter that shares even more knowledge, inspiration, support, and discounts to different products made just for special educators each week. So again, that's spedprepacademy.com slash quiz. If you liked what you heard today and realized you found your SPED soulmate, please subscribe and then head over to spedprepacademy.com slash podcast to check out the show notes and sign up to be notified each time a new episode airs. Go out and have an amazing day, and I'll catch you on the next episode.